Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Every week, we bring you simple answers to help your homeschool family thrive. We're David and Leslie Nunnery, and we are so glad you're here. This month, we're taking a little time to talk about building relationships with our children. Last week, we talked about the opportunities that summertime gives us, and we noted that it's time to start saying yes to things that will allow us to spend meaningful time doing things that are important to our kiddos. Be sure to check that out if you missed that episode, for I believe that you'll get some great ideas and a better understanding of why you'd want to intentionally spend time investing in those relationships and where that investment can lead. Today, we're looking at another way to build or deepen relationships with our children as we talk about doing the unexpected. You'll find that this is the how that supports the why we discussed last week. The Teach Them Diligently podcast is made possible in large part through the help of our partners. So when we mention them on the show, we hope you'll check out what they have to offer and let them know you're grateful for their support. The organizations that we work with are like-minded and passionate in their mission to better equip families to serve the Lord well. Today's episode is brought to you by Trail Life USA. Trail Life is where boys and men thrive. With more than 40,000 members and nearly 900 troops across all 50 states, homeschool moms and dads are discovering the power of outdoor adventure and badge-based education to engage boys, nurture faith, and awaken a love for learning. Unshackled from the classroom, boys and dads come to life in an environment where faith and understanding grow naturally. Men love the intentional discipleship time carved out with their sons, as together they plan, work, serve, learn, and experience adventure together. Relationships grow, faith becomes real, leadership is learned, and boys grow to become biblically bold, courageous, servant leaders of faith and character. Learn more at traillifeusa.com forward slash TTD. So when we were dating, David, you used to tell me that your strategy in dating had always been to, and I quote here, keep them guessing. Although I contend, thankfully, you did a terrible job of that with me. So is is what we're talking about today with doing the unexpected wait, wait anything like that? I am shocked that you would bring that up because, well, first of all, I had no idea that you were going to bring that up. <laughs> and I am amazed that you would bring that up in a recorded podcast that uh, we are talking about our children, the very important uh, element of uh, raising our children and developing a relationship with them. And um, I, I'm just shocked that you bring that up. Well, the question, though, is solid. Are we doing the unexpected like we're talking about today and all the things we're going to talk about? Are we just doing that to keep them guessing? Not in the same way. Okay. Well, explain that for me, please. Well, I think that uh, there is this view of parents from kids in a lot of ways that they're like, mom and dad will never do that. Hmm. Right. They'll think of something and they'll think, you know, mom and dad will never do that. Um, whatever it might be. And we talked about that a lot last week. Yeah. But I mean, maybe it's some sort of an activity. Maybe it is you take a basketball shot and they're like, dad will never hit that. And you hit it. Um, maybe it is that, uh, you are shooting a gun and you hit a shot that the kids are just amazed that you can hit. Um, maybe it is that, uh, dad all of a sudden starts cooking with his daughter 
And she's completely not expecting that to happen. Usually it's mom that is willing to do the cooking. Now all of a sudden dad comes in or dad um, is willing, like we have a daughter that just got her learner's permit and she's learning how to drive. She actually asked me to go driving with her yesterday. And she said, I don't know if I'm ready to go out on the big road. And I said, well, let's go out on the big road. And she completely freaked out. (laughs) Um, And, uh, but I, you know, it, it was surprising to her that I would even offer that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of power in doing this and being able to keep your kids um, so they don't really pigeonhole you as the old guys, you well, know, I, as they, they will never do this with me. And the thing is, so often that everything that our kids see about parents through sitcoms, through cartoons and whatever, mom and dad are kind of old, they're dumb, they're slow whatever, or we're constantly having to do whatever, cater to them, cater to whatever they want to do. This is what our kids are fed. So when we do the unexpected, when we purposely and intentionally do things that kind of keep them off guard, keep them guessing, like I started with, then we are able to to really maximize those relationships by intentionally deciding these things to do together. So one thing before we dive in and start talking about specifics too much, as I was thinking about this, doing the unexpected really implies to me, as I look back over the things that we've done, that there is a lot of intentionality in the things that we do. We, and and through the years, David and I have done a variety of things that have stretched us or where we've learned a lot because we wanted to keep up with the kids or whatever. And we'll talk about all that later. But there, there was always an intentionality behind it. The reason that I bring that up is we talk an awful lot about our goals and our vision and our mission as parents. And I think that that is something to, to park on here for just a second because that informs all the unexpected things that we do. Yes. And I think that, you know, the other thing is we've always been a big believer in activity with the kids. So uh, activity does a lot. It breaks down barriers. It gives you opportunity, gives you platform. It wears them out so that they drop the the barrier. Um, There's a lot of power in doing activity with with young people. And so rather than being the financer, right, where maybe you decide that you're going to take the kids uh, to go play paintball, you actually get in it with them. And we did this several years ago. You remember the story. And I think uh, Camden was, I don't know, 13 years old. And it was me and a grandfather that actually jumped in to play with the kids. And they had a great time. They loved it. And they were constantly challenging us. And they made sure, you know, as they were picking teams that they split us up because they're like, oh boy, we're in trouble. <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, we have great stories coming out of that. Right. But, you know, your overall mission is to actually set your children at the feet of Christ, right? And you got to have a platform. You got to have a relationship to do that. And um, this activity will develop and strengthen those relationships. But more than that, also, it will repair relationships that have been strained. Yes. So um, having a scenario where your children suddenly or your young person that actually maybe is dealing with some anger against you, for them to start smiling and having a great time playing paintball with you and 
to hit you a couple times, <laughs> you know, actually develops this, they start having a great time. And I'm telling you, you cannot stay angry when you start smiling. It is very difficult. And when you start sharing and stuff together and have an experience together, and now you have a story with them. And the story that I'm pointing out regarding paintball, we still talk about. Oh, this week it was talked about in our family. So, and so it is something. So, but it's not just activity, right? You know, you, it, we're talking about this. I talk about this. Most of my examples revolve around activity, but it doesn't have to be activity. Mm-hmm. It could be anything that is completely unexpected. Mom and dad would never do that with us. And then you do it and it's fun and you have a great time. Now you have a story. Well, and another opportunity that this opens up and This is something that we didn't recognize would be an offshoot of this. We we started doing things with our kids, for our kids, whatever, when they were younger, based on our mission. Our mission is to shepherd their hearts, bring them to Jesus, like, like David said, prepare them to do whatever God calls them to do in the days ahead. Um, And we knew that in order to effectively complete our mission, we had to have a rock solid relationship with our kids. And so we invested in that constantly. Plus it was fun. These are the people that we would rather hang out with than anyone else in the world. Sorry guys. But but one of the things that we didn't foresee that has come out of this is some of the things that we did were somewhat sacrificial. We took on leadership roles with things that they loved or um, coaching roles or whatever, things that took a lot of time or that required us to learn about stuff that we didn't know about before. What they took from that was an increased view of their value to us. Like they could see the fact that we were investing not just money, throwing money at somebody is one thing, but investing ourselves and our time in very practical ways really did strengthen that 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 relationship, but also that sense of respect, I think. And we didn't even expect or understand. I would have never imagined that that would be the case, but several times in conversation, since we've done some different things that has come up and it always, it always almost overwhelms me of how God used those little steps of obedience. We just knew that we were supposed to do this because it was important to our kids. And because missionally we wanted to do things that were important to our kids to expand our platform with our kids. But God in his faithfulness took those little seeds and little steps of faith and have used them in ways we would have never imagined. And and so, you know, and when we say uh, sacrificial, it's not like drudgery. Right. No, no, no. What I mean is, is sacrificing. It means, you know, it costs you something and it's a willing sacrifice. You are trading something that has actually less value to you for something that has more value. So it's more of like a transaction, like an investment. And uh, it bears fruit. Uh, when when the kids get older and you get older, you have these amazing stories that you're able to build out. There's stories of going climbing. Uh, there's a place that you, we can go climbing near our house that is not like outdoor, really on cliffs. It is like a go practice climbing. Because David is scared to death of heights. So. Uh, they, they don't need to hear about that. Okay. But the, it, or it's uh, uh, riding go-karts. And the, the image that you normally see 
is the kids are going out and they are doing the real active and the fun stuff and the real, you know, crazy kind of things. And then mom and dad and the other mom and dads are sitting on the sidelines and they're talking and they're having conversations and they're laughing at the kids. Mm -hmm. What we're actually saying is, is that you need to actually leave the other mom and dads and you need to go get yeah, in there them with them. You. Bring them on and okay. head with you. Bring them with you. But you need to get involved. Yes. Because that is what's going to bear fruit in this scenario. And they're not going to all of a sudden just stop. Right. You know, playing or whatever they're going to do. They're going to go, oh, look at what's going on. And it's going to raise the level. Well, and again, disclaimer on this. Don't get hurt. Okay. Yes. Don't get hurt. But uh, again, I've been hurt several times doing this kind of stuff, but it's okay. That's a story as well. Yep. Right. Well, exactly. But, exactly. Um, but again, you don't have to be overly active in order to do the kind of things that we're talking about. You just do the unexpected. Well, and honestly, this is quite countercultural because one would expect and what we see again if you look at media if you look at how the world portrays family it is not the way that we would want our families to function or that that god has created our families to function so if you look at how the world portrays families you're gonna see um the fact that children don't even want their parents around but the fact of the matter is the research proves that they are desperate for their family, for their parents to be involved. Children whose parents are engaged do better in every area of their life. They do better in school. They do better socially. They do better emotionally. Everything is better if parents are engaging and actively getting involved with their kids day in, day out, and unexpected ways really keeps things fresh and gives you a platform. Remember that we are also training our grandparent, our grandchildren's parents. And, you know, as, as we get older, I think of that more and more, didn't really think about it too much when they were 10, but we want to be leaving an example for our kids that they're going to want to leave for their children and pass on for generations to come. Everything that the Bible talks about family is generational. We are doing things that are going to impact well beyond the four walls of our family, of our house. So I think, you know, maybe we should go into a few of the examples that we used to do or have done or or whatever, just for everybody to, to give you just a little bit of jumping off spots and the things that we do um, may not be perfect for you, but <laughs> you may go, you're nuts, yes. but that's okay. But your family has a dynamic. In fact, on Thursday, be sure you tune into our, our podcast on Thursday, because we're talking to a mother and daughter who she homeschooled her daughter through when her daughter graduated, they decided to research and write a historical fiction novel together. And so we're going to talk about that because to me, that's quite an unexpected thing to do to really build and strengthen a relationship with your child. So tune into the podcast on Thursday. Absolutely. So uh, can you imagine that conversation? Uh, I wonder who started or who inspired. Oh, you're going to find out very easily on Thursday. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that we used to do, uh, we started when the kids were very young, is hide and seek in the dark. And I remember that it was my idea, I think. And um, it was dark outside. And we just went ahead, hey, let's turn off all the lights and let's play hide and seek. And it would go on for uh, when the kids were young. I mean, we could have done it all night long, uh, but it was something that they just loved. They had a great time with it. And the screams filled the house. Yeah. <laughs> and after we did it that first time, 
uh, they started asking us to play. Yep. And it was something that would happen all the time and all the time. But they were shocked by this. We have great stories. And matter of fact, they now take friends over to Mamie and Pop's house. And that this is one of the activities that they do with their friends. Yes, because at my mom and dad's house, there's secret passageways. <laughs> so it's even better. Um, than it, it is Exactly. It kind of ramps it up. But um, but yeah, even, even with that activity, again, we started that when they were young. But now they're they're big, as we talk about a lot now, because we have speakers throughout the house on occasion, we'll be in the middle of a game and someone will take over the speakers and start blaring scary music or something like that. It just it just keeps getting more fun. Um, and I, I will tell you with hide and seek in the dark, there is the opportunity to get hurt because it is quite dark, but we never have. We've, we have escaped that. Be careful running. That's what we'll <laughs> say. Is, Be careful it's running. super, super fun. It doesn't take any time to set up. It doesn't take any resources. Anybody can do it at any stage of life. And it is something that you can do with your kids to spend an evening that is tech-free, that it absolutely gets you engaging and then you know have ice cream after or whatever to cap your evening and you've got yourself a great family night that's right and this is something that you can do at any stage yep. honestly uh you get kudos for a great hiding place you, uh, do. you know and so it's not so much about running and you know all that's you could you get your you get your kudos for getting a good hiding place and that's if you're smart just a tip because us moms need these tips if you find a great hiding space and you aren't found, get out of that hiding place before the game is over so that you can revisit it indefinitely. So don't tell the kids that I told you that, but that is the way to go if you want to never get caught. <laughs> David's just hearing my strategy for the first time. No, well, it, I, I'm actually shocked that you had the same strategy as I did. <laughs> so... Uh, I think you have here formal dinner. Yeah, actually, we have, yeah, we have through the years done several just super dress up dinners and it's like, get as fancy as you can. Uh, we make a fancy dinner. We take pictures. It's just fancy so, and yeah. it's fun. And I have the kids help me with the preparation a lot of times. Well, the girls um, mostly. Well, yeah, the girls. So this is one where the girls kind of decide, hey, we're going to do this. And the guys are like, oh, okay, all right, we'll do it. And But the girls have a great time with it. And we're, you know, we kind of get dressed up and we're trying to make them happy, but we do it and we do it. And then the food is really good. And then we sit around the table and we start cracking up and, you know, laughing. And, Not acting as formal and, as our attire exactly. would, would appear. Um, but again, that is a very easy thing for any family to do at any stage. And it. It's just good memories and it mixes things up and it gives you something different to fill your time with. And kind of as you play that forward, we started when they were young. We did several as they were young and kind of growing up. Now we are, I actually bought one of those murder mystery dinner kids because there's all kinds of spares that come over now we're going to have a big extravaganza in august where we all have roles to play and we'll dress up in the in in costume and we're already planning this casablanca-esque murder mystery dinner that's happening at the nunnery house we're getting excited august. just talking about i know it. i know <laughs> so what's the next one here uh, so so one thing that you have done with the boys a lot that is it's surprising because I don't think that they ever expected you to not only keep up with them, but in certain 
certain times I go way them. ahead of them. I smoke them. And that is taking a mountain bike riding. Yeah, I, I, I used to mountain bike a lot when I was much younger. And um, I, I mean, I used to do this a lot and I loved it. It's something that gives me great joy. And um, I tried to get you to do it with me. Um, and I was able to challenge the boys and get them to do it with me. Yep. And then we got out on the trail and uh, Camden has gotten to the point now where he can pass me on the uphills, but I still smoke him on the downhills. Uh, so the technique comes into play there, huh? And lack of fear and pure <laughs> stupidity, I guess. Well, okay, yeah. so I can see that. Uh, so, but uh, it is something that we share and we have a good time with it. And it also keeps me in pretty good shape. So, well, and, um, and it's, to, it's that, fun. to that point, I would add that in all of these things, allow them the freedom to do things that make you nervous. And because they're growing, they're changing. Like if you're, if you're cooking together, if you're building stuff together, there's all kinds of different things to do together, but don't, don't just give them tasks to do as you're doing those things together that they know full well, aren't really part of the process or not, aren't a valid, viable, important part of the process. Let let them the, have the freedom to do things that make you nervous because that is going to strengthen your bond and it's going to give them a lot of confidence. If mom trusts me to cut this onion, then, you know, man, I must be growing up. I must be, you know, really getting or better get at this stuff. something out of the oven or, or... Whatever, yeah. Let them be stretched while you're there with them to kind of oversee and make sure that they're safe and all of that. But, but so often I think our natural instinct is to step in and do whether it's perfectionism or we know the way we want it done or whatever, but I want to encourage you when you're doing these things together, let them be free to make mistakes. Let them be free to, to challenge themselves really, really let them see that you believe in them. You know, they can do it. And they're going to rise to the challenge so much more often than not. Yes. And I think that uh, something that I've wanted to try, but haven't yet, is uh, I read about a, I read a story about a grandfather that has a cinnamon uh, roll uh, recipe. And it literally takes him like three days to do these cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. And he does them with the kids and he, he does it on Christmas or on Thanksgiving. So that he has plenty of time to do it. And he does it with the kids and they roll them all out. And then they do all this, you know, put the cinnamon. Out. That seems really cool to me. Mm -hmm. It seems like something that you could share. Um, so throw that one out as well. So maybe somebody else out there is doing that one. Then they can give us some tips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the other things that we have we've done through the years that were unexpected was as our kids got involved in things, we did too. So when Camden was in high school, David coached him twice in basketball, and then he also took over the basketball program as the program administrator for Camden's senior year because there was a hole and someone needed to do it. So he was coaching and directing the program. Um, I've been able to do the same. I haven't coached but I've been able to she direct could. the program on volleyball for my girls or with my girls. But the cool thing about that is by getting that deeply involved with them. And like I alluded to earlier in the podcast, sacrificing the time to do these things and be invested in these things that are so important to our children. We're showing them their value to us, but we're also gaining so much knowledge about things that are important to them. Yeah. 
Yes. And I think we have another uh, 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 family that is actually on the team, the Teach Them Diligently team. Uh, the father has a background in martial arts. Yes. And he has spent the time, literally all of his boys are in martial arts with him. Yep. And I think that's something that's really powerful as well. You have something that you can share. And so I guess what we're talking about is something from your past, you're bringing it forward mm -hmm. and you're giving it to your kids. That could be really powerful as well. And that's something that doesn't have to be just during the summer. Right. No, 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 no. All of these things. The summer is a great time to kind of start new habits, recognize new priorities, come up with new ideas, but by no means let it stop. Everything that we've talked about today is so viable all year long that you're going to want to repeat, 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 come up with new things. And I'll tell you, once you start living a lifestyle that is unexpected like this and you're engaging with your children intentionally, missionally in, you know, the Bible says in the teach them diligently passes as you walk, as you talk, as you do all of these things, I would say as you play, you are you're going to find that it becomes it becomes second nature. And that's really what we want to see is we want to see what may seem hard at first become second nature to you as you're learning to parent and disciple your children the way that God has called you to do. Yeah, most definitely. So that is all we've got time for today. I hope that this has been a help and an encouragement to you. Um, I hope we've given you some great ideas. I would absolutely love to hear some of the ways that you do the unexpected with your kids. So leave us a comment on the blog. Send us an email at office at teachthemdiligently.net. Um, leave us a comment on our podcast, whether you've subscribed through Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever or wherever you get your podcast podcast subscribe to the podcast leave us a comment there we would love to hear some of the ways that you are engaging with your children intentionally but in unexpected ways hope you have a great rest of your day and we look forward to talking to you again real soon thank you for joining us today we believe that every family is called to teach them diligently so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.